Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Welcome to a special career edition of The Overwhelmed Brain. I want you to head over to theoverwhelmedbrain.com forward slash career and get a free eight-day video mini course that helps you figure out what fits for you. Are you annoyed by affirmations? Are you tired of that same old rehashed personal growth advice that all seems to boil down to think positively and all your problems will go away? If affirmations feel like lies and positive thinking feels like denial, then I want you to get ready. The Overwhelmed Brain is here to help you create the life you want now. Hello, this is Paul Coliani, host of The Overwhelmed Brain, the personal growth show for the critical thinker. On this show, I discuss practical, down-to-earth steps to help you improve your mood, your sanity, and your life. We'll talk about why we do the things we do and what we can do to reach higher levels of happiness and lower levels of stress and overwhelm. My goal is to help you become empowered so that you can create the life you want. Well, today we're going to talk about something a little different. Scott Barlow with Happen to Your Career is back to talk with me about work and careers. Well, a large portion of listeners of this show have some sort of job, and quite a few of them want to change what they do, but just aren't sure of the path they need to take, or they can't seem to pinpoint what they're good at or passionate about. Scott helps a lot of people make the switch by taking them through a process he continually fine-tunes. He helps them gain a much clearer perspective of what direction they should go. So if you have a job that you want to turn into a career or want to make the switch to a new career, then this is the episode for you. Really, the best bet for you is to head over to happentoyourcareer.com forward slash brain and get the free eight-day email course that he offers that helps you figure out exactly what you want to do for a career. You'll know you're on the right page when you see a small picture of me. That's happentoyourcareer.com forward slash brain. The course is free, so it's worth checking out if you're looking for a change in what you do for a living. Otherwise, I hope you get some good insights from our conversation today. I was curious about Scott's take on a few things about work and careers, and I wanted to ask him a few questions that I've been asked uh, this past year. Quite frankly, he knows the answers to all these career questions more than I do. So here's the chat. And um, I'll talk to you in a bit. 
How you doing? <laughs> I got yeah. like 45 minutes before my next interview. You want to do it? Let's do it. All right, man. Make it happen. Let's do this. What are we talking about today? So here's here's what I think we can talk about. First of all, you know, I was on the on the show before, yeah. and um, I, you know, there's a couple of things that I can go any any different direction. But it seems like a lot of your listeners really are interested in um, figuring out what it is that they actually want to be doing. Mm. And that seems to be a pressure point, or at least the ones that are coming to me. And it makes sense that I'm seeing the biased, you know, side of it. Uh, but it, which, which I totally understand because, you know, people that are, as a couple of my customers told me, like, yeah, I found overwhelmed brain. And I'm like, that's, that's totally me. I'm, I'm way overwhelmed. And, <laughs> and then the funny thing about it is um, even people that haven't come through your podcast describe the process of figuring out what it is that they want to do when they grow up. Um, and, you know, if they're in a job that doesn't really well fit them, they describe it as being this process of overwhelmed. Like the the exact language that they use is, hey, I'm overwhelmed and it seems like there's so many possibilities. I don't even know where to begin. So I, I did this survey and I got actually back a ton of responses. Um, and those were the patterns that kept coming out again and again and again. And when I get people on the phone or whatever, they say these exact same things. And it was really about I'm either in the state of overwhelm and I don't understand how to how to even see the possibilities, let alone I feel like there's all these options out there that I don't even know about. And I don't even, even if I understand a little bit about my strengths, I don't understand how to match that up against what I should be doing. Mm. So it's, it's like this. I didn't understand this was such a, I don't know, two years ago or even a year ago when, uh, when we did that first episode. I don't even think I understood at that point how much of a problem that was out there. Mm. I don't know. So it's been it's been this massive learning experience for me. Oh, same here. I mean, I'm already recording now, so I'm just going to cut what we're talking about. No worries. To an interview, <laughs> so I don't want to start it formally. I like organic conversation. So just like what we started talking about now, yeah. there's so many so many people out there that start a process. Like you're, do you consider yourself a career coach? You know, I I. I guess I am. The, you know, I use that term a lot. Uh, I don't think that term. Are you looking for your career, Scott? <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't. Okay, so we've invented all this stuff, and I don't even have good names for it yet. So maybe you can, <laughs> maybe we can figure out some names while we're talking here. Everybody I don't know, but show, like career consultant yeah. or <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I I use the word career coach a lot because that helps people put a it helps people put me in a place where they kind of sort of understand what I what I do but really you know really what I do I, and I jokingly have said I'm an end up prevention specialist I don't want to I want to stop you from ending up someplace and I want you to be able to be intentional about your career and not uh, not do what so many other people have done which they've jumped from thing to thing and haven't really understood exactly what it is that they want so they look back over a period of 5 or 10 years it's like wow how did I end up over here I don't I don't want people to do that well, it's, fa so, it's fascinating if I, inter I can interrupt because yeah. you and I talked about, oh, God, it might have been January or February. It was probably right around a year ago. Yeah. yeah. At this point. I can't believe it's been so long. It's flown by. I know. And and it, one thing that struck me funny is that um, I didn't, you know, once I do these interviews with people, I always want to catch a subject that people will find value in. And so yeah. I did, you know, relationships. I did. Um, yeah 
have I done one on money yet? Oh, I still, I have avoided the money one for, for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> and when, uh, when you get to that point, I've got a, I got a couple of good people for you to talk to. Okay, okay. Awesome. I, have, I have a couple too as well. Cool. But yeah, I'll take them. And, um, but you know, career is one of them. So I had you on the show and what's funny is that you never know what's going to happen after you have someone on the show. And you started reaching out to me saying, you know what? I got the most traffic from your show. I got people coming from your show to, to, to me, you know, asking for career advice or whatever. And I was like, oh, yeah. that's fascinating because I guess we all work. <laughs> so we all have a career of some sort. And even if you're financially independent, you, you know, you probably did some sort of work to get where you are today. Sure. And so that really does take up a major portion of our life. So I found it fascinating that uh, quite a few people came your way after listening to your interview way back when. And you mentioned that people are uh, overwhelmed. And what are you finding people are overwhelmed about when they come to you? That is, uh, and we were talking a little bit about this, like right, uh, right as we hit the record button and everything, but it's, it's so interesting to me because after, after doing this for about two years, um, formally with, with HTYC, uh, I have been doing the, the coaching piece for closer to five years specifically on around careers. And then I've been a professional coach in HR and other things for about 15 years, but really folks and focusing on the, on the career piece, you know, started to notice the same exact patterns over and over again. And, and that overwhelm really comes from when people are in, they're in a job that they don't really, it's either that they don't like it all that much or it doesn't fit them. Or even if they like the job, you know, I, I found that many people still feel like this this gap or this void, and they still feel like, hey, you know, there's got to be something better out there, something that aligns more with me. So there's a there's a range of 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 overwhelm. I'd almost say on one side of the coin, you're like, I can't get out of, I can't wait to get out of this thing tomorrow. I've got this tight spot in my stomach when I think about going in. Um, you know, I'm I'm delaying. Sunday nights, I stay up late on Sunday mm. night because uh, I want to put off Monday morning coming around. Mm. Um, and that's one side of the coin, all the way over to the other side of the coin, where it's it's a state of overwhelm because I know that I don't want to be doing this role forever, even though I, I like it and it's been good for me or whatever. Uh, but I'm, I'm over my job and I don't know what I should be able to do next. I don't even know how to figure it out. And I sort of feel like I'm, I'm overwhelmed from the possibilities of uh, what could be out there. Or the other thing that I've seen again and again, and we, we, you know, we started talking about this, but is I don't even understand what the options are. So I know mm. that I don't like what it is that I'm doing now. I know that I, 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 you know, that this doesn't fit, but I haven't really figured out what it is that I want. And I really don't even know how to begin or you know, even if I, even if I understand a little bit of my strengths, maybe I'm fairly experienced in my career and I kind of understand what it is that I'm good at. I don't understand how to apply that to another role, um, or even, you know, even a business. I think uh, when, when I hear you talk like that, I yeah. think about me being in a nine to five job, which I'm not anymore. I'm, I'm in a wake up work all day until I pass out job now. But <laughs> when you're an entrepreneur, yeah. you're working all the time. So, yeah. but when I was in the nine to five job, I wasn't even thinking in that much depth, the way you explained it. I have a feeling that's exactly what it is. But when I was, when I would wake up and go to a job, maybe that I didn't like, 
my only thought was, I don't like this job. I don't want to go to work. That was my thought. I just don't want to go to work. Now, what happened was I finally got a job that I did like and I, yeah. and I lost that attitude. And it was, it was really strange because I had gone most of my life going, well, got to wake up because I got to go to work because I got to make money because I got to eat and I got to pay my bills and all this other Ooh, stuff. bother. I know, exactly. But yeah. when, I, when I landed a job that I really liked, my thought process changed my reality changed and suddenly i wasn't saying things like i don't want to go to work and i think maybe you can kind of um say that if this is true or not i think that's what happens is that we have this thought process that's an overall i don't want to work i don't want to go to work i don't want to spend my time you know uh under someone else's watchful eye but then <laughs> and then when we get this great job we don't think like that anymore so it's kind of like our initial thoughts weren't as accurate as they could be like it wasn't so much that i didn't want to go to work it was i did not want to do what i was doing yeah oh that's that's so interesting and i love mm -hmm. the i love the psychology aspect of this that's um, how i approach and... everything <laughs> <laughs> That seems odd for your show. I know. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, really, uh, we're sort of programmed. I hate I hate using that word, um, but I can't think of another one that's that's really good. But we're sort of programmed by conditioned. society. Yeah, conditioned. That's even better. I love that. I'm going to borrow that. Um, we're conditioned by society to think about work as, you know, what not not what you can not what you can do that you're going to enjoy that also is a win for an organization or yourself or how you're going to be able to deliver value in those areas that uh, that you enjoy but we're conditioned to think about it as oh well we need to go to work and you know work work is going to suck so you might as well get it mm. you might as well get it with a good company that's going to pay you well yeah. and uh, you might as well you know do it with something that's uh, that's going to support your family and you know all these other things that you hear again and again and again and you know um maybe you and I have even said at some point and yeah. probably heard our friends say and whatever else and people don't realize that there can be that win win i found that the best things in life are are that win win but so there's that initial programming and then, well, just like you said, if if you're fortunate enough to go get a job that you actually like, or maybe even you know start a business that you actually like, you, you may not even realize why it is that you like it, um, but but it's really you you get to do more things that one come naturally to you and you can actually be great at, uh, and that you also enjoy, and it hits on more of those pieces of your life. And you know, you said you were talking about uh, careers and. And I can't remember exactly how you put it, but you were talking at the beginning of this about how um, you kind of said something about how you can't separate out careers from you know the rest of your life, or that's oh, what yeah, it made me think we, of at least. We're so inundated. I mean, our, we breathe oxygen all the time. And it's, yeah. it's kind of like we don't think about it because we just have to breathe oxygen all the time. And a lot of people, including myself, have this mentality that, you know what, no matter what, work is going to be in our life. It's just always there. It's always going to be unless you're independently wealthy. You're always going to have to do some sort of work all the time. So yeah. So I didn't even realize this until um, maybe a year ago, year and a half ago. But the word career actually comes from the word, um, I believe it's, and I might be mispronouncing it, but it's a Latin word, um, charis or carius, mm. something like that. And it it actually talks about, that's where, that's part of where the derivative of the word carriage comes from. And what it actually 
ends up translating to, you know, via, via time and a whole bunch of other stuff is it really is talking about the journey directly translated. And so when you're talking about your career, you're talking about your essentially your lifelong journey. I like that. And, and you know, I, I didn't even know that, but that, that kind of put it in perspective for me because before I always substituted career with a job. Like, well, you can change careers or you say, you know, what's going to happen to your career or, you know, all of these other things. And I think that gets substituted with job. But when you think about it, it's, it's the journey of your life. Then you start to think about it in, in new and different ways. And then, you know, you can even start to eventually get to the point where, hey, work can actually be a win-win. You can actually enjoy it and you can actually enjoy it so much that it actually feels much more like play. I like that because I like the carriage being kind of the journey of life. That's pretty neat. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure I'm totally butchering it in terms Very of how right. I'm saying it. <laughs> yeah, it's really, you know me, I totally am. But. <laughs> That's all good. But even, even, you know, getting enough to, to understand where that concept comes from. So where do you, where do you start with someone? Let's just say that like, I've got this nine to five job and I go in every day and I'm just like, I mean, not even nine to five people, people will probably wake up at 6am <laughs> commute in traffic to get, to do something that they probably are okay with or don't like at all, or like, I don't know what the percentage is, how many, um, at least Americans hate their jobs. Uh, where do you start with someone who, who just doesn't know what they want to do, but knows they quote, hate going to work? Well, I'm going to answer the question, but can I say something first? So when, uh, when, Otherwise, I'm going to forget, but I, I totally want to, want to say it. So a year ago, I don't know if you remember or not, when I first came on your podcast, I think it's like episode four or five or six. Or, it was one of your first episodes, yeah. right? Yeah. And I think you had just made the decision to like get rid of the scripting. And I was like your experimental episode. That's right. I was. That's right. You were. That's right. You're right. <laughs> and I got to say uh, two things. One is that you have gotten really amazing at interviewing. <laughs> not, not, you know, I don't want your head to get too big, but no, no, go like, on. <laughs> you are. <laughs> Thank you. But sir. you, uh, you've gotten really good at this. Thank you very much. And, uh, and the other thing I can tell too, that actually is probably relevant here is that you really enjoy it too. And you've got sort of this natural curiosity and it, and it taps into some of the things that, that you like to do. Right. Yes. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's a good measuring stick for where, you know, your listeners need to be able to get to if they're not, if they're not there already. But, you know, to answer your question directly, where do you start? Like, you know, if that's, if that's mm. sort of the middle point or the end, or, you know, at least a part of the goal, then how do you actually start out about doing that? And I think the first thing that you have to figure out, and we usually start with is what are your strengths? You know, what, what is it that, it, and we used to talk specifically about what we call signature strengths. And I didn't invent the term. Um, I've seen signature strengths used all over, but we sort of invented our own definition about it. And when I think of signature strengths, I'm really thinking about what are those things that you've got the potential to be great at? That when, you know, when developed over time and when mastered over time, you, know, you could even have the potential to be one of the best in the world at and, you know, you may not be anywhere close to that now. And you might be going, Scott, I'm not going to be the best in the world at anything, but whatever. But, <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's those types of things that right now they come naturally to you that have been developed either through nature or nurture. Um, and when you're doing them, you know, time sort of passes and you don't even know about it. It's, you know, I mentioned having work feel like play and, and John Maxwell's guy who talks about that all the time. 
but um, that that is very very possible when you start to get more and more and more aligned with your strengths, especially those signature strengths. And can we I, can I add something to that? Please, please. I think uh, it's important to remember that a signature strength could be something that you do that you don't even realize you do well. Yeah, that's a good point. That's something that I learned about myself. It's like the things that I did at my desk job when I had a desk job. Well, I guess I still yeah. have a desk job now, but <laughs> it's a different type of desk job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> different. Yeah. Um, the things that I realized while at my desk job is that the, the things that I got done really fast and caused me no stress were the things that I was really good at, like uh, Excel spreadsheets or any spreadsheets really. Uh-huh. I just, I love working with spreadsheets, but it was just uh, an addendum or an add on to my job, but I never yeah. really thought of it as something I'm good at. It's just like, Oh, let me just do the spreadsheet real quick and I'll get it done and I'll give it to you. But then <laughs> when I did some sort of self assessment of what I liked about my job, which, uh-huh. I think, which I think is a great question for anyone to ask themselves, what do I like about my job? Even if I hate yeah. my job, what do I like about my job? Spreadsheets came up. I was like, really? What do I like about spreadsheets? And I started asking, what do I like about questions? And so that was one of the things that came up for me is that I realized how good, you know, how good I, I do at spreadsheets how well I perform or whatever the grammatical saying is <laughs> at spreadsheets. How much you rocked spreadsheets. Exactly. And, uh, that came up as, wow. So I'm, I do really well at, uh, uh, computational processes like that. And so that helped me determine one of my, I guess, signature strengths. And I didn't even know about it. I just like, it was part of my job, but I guess I was good at it. So that was, that's kind of where I wanted to mention that because that's how I found one of my strengths. And that's so cool uh, because, like, that's that's a great place to start. In fact, we do an exercise exactly like that um, with with people where we have them look at their past jobs and essentially list out their past jobs, and then we have them, you know, start to list. Okay, what did we know? What you didn't like, and it, what's mm-hmm. funny sure. as a quick side notice when I ask people what they do like, they they answer it and say, "Well, what I liked was that I didn't have to do," <laughs> and they turn it around into a "what what I didn't like," yes, or what I yeah. Anyhow, yes, um, but we do that exercise where we ask them, "What did you like?" and then list that out, and then we start to pick pieces of those. Like for you, spreadsheets. You said, "Well, I really like computational processes," and then we take it a step further and a step further. Um, usually, usually, you know, several several different whys past what's comfortable for them and say, well, why did you like computational processes? Well, it's because, okay, well, why is that? And then you start to get down to what some of the roots are. And then once you understand the roots, oh my goodness, that gives you a ton of power to be able to start matching stuff up. And, and, and that's a great place to be able to start. So, I mean, that's exactly what we do with, uh, whether I'm one-on-one coaching for 300 bucks an hour, or, you know, we've got, uh, we've got this class coming up where, uh, we literally step people through the process of taking them from that state of overwhelm to that decision standpoint, um, or even our, you know, eight day free course that, you know, we are getting so many questions and, uh, about, oh, I don't even know how to figure out what I want to do. So um, you break it down from you break it down to like you have a as a science now where i look at it as i just ask myself a bunch of questions and hope i get the answer but it sounds like you've broken it down to more of a walkthrough process we yeah definitely we've broken it down to it i wouldn't call it a science because i feel like um we'd have to do much broader based testing Mm. than and i mean we've had we've had hundreds of people use this stuff but i don't know if it's large enough necessarily to call it 
science. Um, <laughs> I got it. So just just my own personal opinion. No, oh, what you want? But but yeah, I mean, we literally can step people through the things that usually work very very well for everybody. And then the other cool thing that we we do too is we sort of adjust it. We we offer enough different types of exercises, questions, and ways to go about the process to where you can choose what's going to work for you. You know, no matter what fashion we're we're doing that, whether you're listening to it on, you know, this podcast or whether we're working with you one-on-one or whether you're attending class or, you know, it, it doesn't really matter. We use the same types of processes um, again and again. And it, it, yeah, so starts with your, starts with your strengths. And we use that type of exercise as one way to get to, to your strengths. And then there's a number of others. And then from there, after you start to understand what your strengths are, you've got to go and figure out what is it that you want in other areas of your life. Because just like we talked about, I mean, it's your sort of your careers like air. It's it's intertwined with the rest of your life. It massively impacts the rest of your life, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. So you can't separate it out. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's like we talked about. Well, what's interesting is <clears throat> I listened to the way you take someone through the process, or at least the way you explained it. Um. And it's similar to the, what I do with any type of personal growth and development is I, I try to find out, I don't know if I want to call it a vision or a mission, but something big, something, some sort of big picture. We can invent a word for that too. We got, oh, okay. we got all the time left. <laughs> <laughs> and I like to take people, you know, and I just ask them the general question of what do you want? And, and the answers that you got were like, well, I know what I don't want. I don't want this and I don't want that. Yeah. I want to avoid this. And I worked with this jerk and I don't want to work with him again. <laughs> and uh, that's what I love to take people through is like, what do you want? Like when I, yeah. when I walk through somebody like through couples coaching or something, it's like, do you want this relationship to continue? And, and people don't ask these broader questions of themselves because they're so, oh, what's the word embroiled or whatever in the details. Yeah. They're just stuck in these details that, they know when they go to work, they're going to have this problem. Or they, in, in my case, they know when uh, he comes home, they're going to talk about the mess on the floor or the, you know, whatever the problem is of the day. Yes. And so I think of that in, in the career sense of that they're stuck on this issue and they can't get outside the box that they created around this issue but all they know is that when they go to work, they have to deal with this or many issues. So I'm kind of seeing where you're heading with that, where you start off saying, you know what, let's not talk about the issues right now. Let's, what, what are your signature strengths? Let's go from there. Because I think what happens, and maybe you can explain better, is that you take someone to a place where they figure out what they actually want to do instead of what they don't want. Is that right? Absolutely. And I will say it is important to also know what you don't want. And that can give you clues to what it is that you want. But it's not a lot of people think it's almost the opposite. They're like, well, I, I don't like the schedule that I'm at. So obviously, I want to, you know, schedule that I do want, right? Sure. But it's not as simple as that. One thing doesn't mean the opposite of, of the other um, a lot of times. So you have to really actually define it as well. What kind of schedule do you want? Do you want one that just, uh, you know, allows you to be completely flexible? Do you want one that allows you to work from home? Do you want one that, you know, what is it? And you have to actually define in more detail than just the opposite. Um, and, and most people struggle to be able to think through 
that. I guess that's why we can make a business out of this, right? Yeah. But and uh, <laughs> and I struggled with it for a long, long time too, for years and years and years, and and it's still difficult for me to do by myself. But I've in going through those processes by myself, and I don't know, being determined or persistent enough or whatever, I've I've sort of figured out what works for me, and then gotten to experiment with what works for other people. Hmm. Fascinating. So I just I've never had like when I was going through my careers in my life. Yeah. I never thought of anyone like a, and we still don't know what to call you, career <laughs> consultant, career coach. I never thought of anyone like that. I would just like, okay, I'm getting burnt out in this career. What do I need to do next? I'm going to go to uh, the job ads, like in the newspapers back, yeah. back before internet. And then <clears throat> the last 20 years, what do I do now? Okay. I'm going to go to job sites and, and look for a job and, but I think it was always because I believed I knew what I want. And do you find, do you find that with people? Do you find that, uh, people in their jobs believe they know what they want. And then when you do this assessment thing, they find out they want something else. Yeah. And see, that's such an interesting point for me and maybe nobody else cares about it, but for me and my, my business, because we work, we have a very separated distinction. We often don't work with those people that are very adamantly believe they know what they want mm. because they're not open to understanding what it is they really want. Well, you could work with them all day yeah. and it, it doesn't really matter. Like, you know, um, you've heard the saying, those, uh, those convinced against their will of, are of the same opinion still type thing, right? Um, I haven't heard that. Well, now you have yeah. and now you can use it. <laughs> so... Any anyhow, and I think I, I think I, I I wish I came up with that, but I, I think I borrowed that from Dave Ramsey, who borrowed it from his grandmother or something like oh, that. I don't even remember, but um, either way, I mean that's very 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 true. So we typically work with people that have come to the conclusion that hey, I don't like what I'm doing. I realize that I want to do something more and different, and better lines up with me and better fits me, but I just don't know how to get there. And I, I need some help being able to actually make that happen because I don't want to, I don't want to take 17 years or actually, you know, it took me, uh, geez, how long did it take me? Like a good solid eight years to really start to define that stuff. I don't want to take eight years to mm. figure that out. You know, I'd like to figure that out in the next four months or month or whatever. So if I know exactly what I want, then it's probably, I probably don't need guidance because I'm not going to listen to it anyway. Yeah. No, that makes sense. So you, you like to work with people who basically are kind of stuck. Yeah. And I mean, I, yeah, people who are, who are stuck and don't understand the exact, um, the exact pathway out of it. And like I said, you know, we kept using the term overwhelmed before, but that's, that's really how my customers and my clients describe it and, you know, the students in, in my classes. So I think there's a reason I chose the title, the overwhelmed brain. Because it was yeah. so appealing to so many people, <laughs> it really is. And I would never have guessed that. It's uh, it's it's one of those words like um, love is one of the what is that the mm. that's like the first uh, first thing in the English language or whatever that uh, people resonate with is their name. The second one is love. Mm. I think I don't know what the third, fourth, and fifth, but <laughs> overwhelmed has to be up there, right? Probably. <laughs> so you mentioned a. Um, tell me about this free course. You said it's an eight day course. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I know that we've, um, 
the I'm talking about the same one that we've been able to offer up for your listeners in in the past, and we've we've created a you know special um, special page for and everything along those lines. And you know, I I of course will keep extending that to to your listeners, and I know that we've had a lot of folks that have <laughs> come from your podcast that uh, really really enjoyed it. But really, what it is, it's it's a free eight day email course where every single day you get an email that steps you through this exact process that we're talking about. And it's, it's, we've now at this point, I think I mentioned earlier, had you know hundreds of people go through um, and it is, I've gotten a lot of really, really good feedback and we've actually tweaked it over the course of the last year since we've, uh, since we made it and made improvements again and again, but it, it takes you you know, through each step of being able to go from that overwhelm point, not understanding what the options are through several of the exercises, like what we just described and more, and then come out on the other end with a decision about what you want to do next. Wow. All right. That's good. That's why I wanted to mention is because, and thank you for continuing to keep it open because I, I, I see that a lot of the people that listen to this show, they're reaching out to you. They're either stuck in their careers or maybe considering just changing careers, whether they're stuck or not. Yeah. Um, and, and since it's, it's just a free email course, it would seem like a no brainer to me. Um, because you know, if you don't like it, just whatever, but who should sign up for it then? Who would be so, the ideal person? That's, that's such a good question. I hate when people say that. That's such a good question, but I'm going to say it <laughs> no, anyway, because it is <laughs> asking good question. <laughs> Well, I mean, realistically, if you find yourself in in any one of those places that we were talking about earlier, where you know that you don't want to you don't want to be doing your job forever, and whether you're on the extreme side of hey, I need to get out of this tomorrow or yesterday, um, or you're on the opposite side where you kind of like your job, but you just know that uh, you want to get moving to something else, and you need to start now because you're realizing it's not fulfilling what it is that is a good fit for you over the long term, or maybe even your situation has changed. And like me, I. I had a um I had a great job with Target actually doing HR and I loved it but then I had kids and all of a sudden it didn't fit what I wanted anymore mm-hmm. and I knew that I had to make a change at that point didn't know what it was at the time but you know if you're in that similar situation this is a great course for you and you know for those people that really are not sure what it is that they want to do and and they're in a state of of either that overwhelm or they just don't understand how to put up possibilities uh or what the possibilities even are you know with with what it is that they can be great at then this course really helps step you through that all right that's good to know and is it good for like um personal growth podcast hosts or (laughs) (laughs) it is it is i'm not looking for a career change though that's (laughs) that's not gonna work for me so I, I continue to use this. For one, I want to make sure my stuff actually works. So I, I go through it at, at different times and I do different pieces of the exercise. And, um, and you know, we've got, uh, we've actually got this, this beta class that, uh, that we're launching. Um, so I've, I've done a lot of the exercises in different formats too, to make sure that they actually, actually work. Um, and then, you know, had other people do them as well. But the thing I keep finding again and again is that it, it forces you to get deeper and deeper and deeper, at least every time I'm doing it. So I get clearer and clearer and clearer on what it is that I want. And, um, geez, I was on, uh, got a compliment from uh, Natalie Sisson actually the other day. I was on her podcast and, Mm. and she had, 
said, well, hey, why don't you try this and this and this? And I really respect her. Um, and, you know, since she's somebody I really respect, then I, I, I was tempted to say, yeah, that's a great idea. <laughs> but because I'd gone through all of all that and said, you know what, that actually doesn't line up with with what I want. And it kind of surprised me a little bit because I'm a little bit of a people pleaser. Mm, but interesting. it's like, wow, that type of clarity gives you that type of power over yourself. And it's like, wow, that's, no, no, that's kind of cool. She gets a lot of money to coach. So you got free advice there. <laughs> I, I did. That's why I love going on other people's shows. I get to talk to people like you that are experts in a particular area. It's like I, I get to uh, I know I'm supposed to be the expert or whatever, but I take a ton from every single person's show that I go on. <laughs> I was thinking, what am I an expert in? <laughs> yeah, but I think you've been through a lot and I you've have. had and you've overcome a lot of experiences and you've been in a lot of uncomfortable situations, Paul, and that that allows you to have a degree of expertise and getting through that and getting um even even if the situations didn't go particularly well, coming out on the other side of it and learning from it and being able to apply that into your life, like that that makes you a ridiculous expert in in those types of things. And and you know, I've um I've listened, I've caught all kinds of different episodes just here and there and everything like that because we're friends and, um, you know, I'll catch about every maybe fifth or sixth or seventh one. But, um, but I mean, that's even the progression in that it's like, it's really, really clear that you've got a whole bunch of expertise, especially when it comes to these, um, relationship areas, these, uh, <laughs> overwhelm areas, mm -hmm. these psychological areas. Well, and I didn't realize last time, um, sorry, I'm, I'm talking over here, but I had no idea that. Um, we were so similar in what we do and just apply it to different areas. That's what it seems like. That's like when you were explaining things, it was a lot of similarities. So it's probably why we connect. I mean, you and I have been connecting for a year and just kind of off and on yeah. reach, reaching out to each other. And I think that's one of the reasons that we connected this time is because um, it's been a while since I've had you on and there's been a huge response. People that go to you just like you and they either um, get the free course and then buy what you got or get the free course and, you know, change their life in some way. Right off into the sunset. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's just so many things to do. So I wanted to have you back. I didn't want to turn this, to be honest, I didn't want to turn this into an infomercial. But yeah. I, I did want to remind people that there are uh, choices out there that if if you feel stuck, if you feel overwhelmed and uh, in your career, in your job or whatever you call it, I like the journey of life, the carriage um, that there are options out there. I'm, I'm not one to give career advice and you should be honored, Scott, because I don't interview people on my show hardly anymore. I know. <laughs> I noticed that. So I'm like a solo guy now, so, but you know, there are some things I, I'm just not that good at giving advice to so, uh, at. So, um, I wanted to have you on the show to talk about what someone can do with their career, uh, if they want to make a change. So, it's been great having you on. Let me uh, give, give me some information here regarding uh, if I missed anything, if you wanted to cover anything and how people can reach you and all that. Yeah. Well, that, you know, eight day course that you're talking about and, and we, you know, went through and whatever that can be found at happenyourcareer.com slash brain. That's happened. That's happened to your career.com forward slash brain. Perfect. You got it. And then, you know, if, if you won't need any help or want to connect with me or just want to say hi, you know, I'm on, I'm on all the different places, Twitter and, and, uh, Facebook and any place friends are made, but, um, our central hub has happened to your career.com. You can find all the good stuff there. All right. Scott Barlow, uh, any final words for people that 
might want to make a career change? You know, I think no matter what, I think you've got to do the hard work first. You'll save yourself so many, so many years of not necessarily agony or anguish, but so many years where you don't have to look back and say, wow, if only I would have figured that out sooner, then I could have, you know, think how far I would have gotten. So if you take the time, do some of that hard work up front and figure it out what it is that you want. Oh my goodness possibilities are just unleashed that you would never would have imagined. So that's, that's what I would recommend. And that's kind of what we've talked about and touched on throughout the episode, but I truly believe it. That's so true. And the hard work has been all I've done since I started this show. So if I might add on to that, the career choice I made, uh, one of the things I had to do was save up some money because my career choice had to do with no one paying me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to move into a position where I'm going to get paid nothing and I'm going to have nothing but outgoing expenses. But I really <laughs> believed, I really wanted to pursue something that just drove me to do it every day. Even I like working on weekends. I, every, every time I, uh, every moment I get, I like to do what I'm doing. So I like to add that on is that when you, when you find something that you really enjoy, it's almost like not working. I know I've heard that before somewhere, but <laughs> I think I like yeah. the way you ended it better, but whatever. <laughs> well, I think that's pretty cool. I love what you're doing, Paul. And I know I've told you that numerous times, but I, I, I think the world's better off for it. So yeah, there I you go. I appreciate that, Scott. And definitely we'll keep this, um, our, our friendship going because I think you have a lot of good to bring to the world and a lot of people need it. Hey, thanks for having me on. I really, really appreciate it, especially as an interview that you don't do anymore. I know. you. I don't know how you slipped under my radar. <laughs> well, that's a good show. All right. We'll help we promote this, it then. Yeah, I'm glad we got this stuff this in. <laughs> so do I. I really appreciate you doing stuff on yeah, short notice. And, that's awesome. and that's uh, that's cool, man. I'll let you go. I'll let you get on to your next interview. And I think I'm going to do the same. Thanks. Good to talk to you. Good to talk to you, too. All right. Adios. All right. Have a good one. with Scott on this topic. We were both pressed for time, so we didn't get into some of the stuff that I wanted to dive into, but perhaps we'll do this again soon. If you want someone to help you figure out what to do for a career, reach out to Scott at happentoyourcareer.com forward slash brain. And thank you, Scott, for giving the listeners of this show direct access to your free eight-day course. You don't have to do something you absolutely love. That would be nice, but if you don't even like what you do, maybe it's time to seek a change for yourself. Maybe you don't need to change careers, but just need to change positions or departments where you work now. I have a friend who spoke up where she worked, and she said she needed a change or she was going to have to quit. Well, most companies don't like to go through the cost of rehiring and training, so they simply moved her to a new department and she's completely happy now. Is this going to happen for everyone who does the same thing? No, but I do know that nothing happens when you do nothing. Or at least you can't get what you want if no one knows what you want. Sometimes it just takes being honest and saying, I really like it here, but this position limits me and doesn't utilize what I do best or something like that. I remember staying way too long at some jobs because 
I simply didn't speak up when I felt burnt out. Again, some employers may be quick to fire, but others are quick to listen. Whatever your situation is, you'll have to assess it. But who knows? Maybe what you love to do is in the next office over, or the next building, or maybe even an entirely new environment altogether. Whatever you do, however you make a living or make money, if you're not happy, take some time to make some serious considerations for your future. You don't want to be unhappy every day. Take Scott's free course or start exploring what you love to do and find out if there's work that can come from it. I want you to be successful and enjoy what you do because you deserve to feel good while you're contributing in this world. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Overwhelmed Brain. Oh, and if you've sent me an email, I've been behind lately, but I promise to get to you soon. And if you're a fan of this show, it is actually eligible for a podcast award this year. If you want to vote for The Overwhelmed Brain, visit podcastawards.com. You can select two categories, so feel free to vote for the show. It will ask you for your name and email, but... Who knows, this show could actually be given recognition thanks to you. Head over to podcastawards.com. And if you want to keep up with the show, head over to theoverwhelmedbrain.com and sign up for your weekly personal growth message. You can also write to me anytime by sending me an email to paul at theoverwhelmedbrain.com. I want to thank the listeners who are using the Amazon link on the site to support the show. Be sure to shop at Amazon using the link theoverwhelmedbrain.com forward slash Amazon. If you find this show valuable to you, just say thank you by using the Amazon link before you make your next purchase from them. You are all making a difference and it's going towards a good cause. You. If I didn't call your name in this episode, just know that I appreciate you and thank you for being there for me. Listening, learning, and growing. Thanks for listening to this special episode on what steps you can take to improve your career or simply change to a new one. Since many of us spend most of our lives working, it only makes sense to invest most of our waking hours doing something we at least enjoy instead of only tolerate. I once stood in line at a soup kitchen for two months until I finally got a job. Well, I hated that job so much, I decided to quit after three weeks. I quit knowing that I'd end up back at the soup kitchen. But I simply didn't want to spend the majority of every day doing something I hated. I couldn't compromise myself by staying at that job, so I actually chose the soup kitchen over working there. Believe me. I didn't want the soup kitchen either, but I just respected myself too much to work someplace that would rather have me shut up and put my head down instead of listening to me and allowing me to contribute in my own unique way. I felt stifled and ignored, and it was clear that my input didn't matter. 
Not everyone can make that kind of decision, but we all have a breaking point. Mine was a lack of respect at my job. Do you have a breaking point at yours? Have you already reached it? If so, maybe my guest today can help you out. Or maybe you can start thinking about what you really want to do with your life and figure out ways to trickle the things you want to do into your busy schedule. Nothing happens without the first step, so maybe it's time to see what happens when you take that first step. Step into your power and be firm in your decisions and actions so that you can create the life you want. Because when you do this, you'll discover what I already know to be true about you. That you are amazing. credit card bill.